Hey, all right, here we are. Hey, everybody, good afternoon. Hope you are having a great Sunday. Just haven't done a, uh, a Q&A live in a while and have a little bit of time. I've been praying this afternoon, driving around. Let me show you while people are tuning in here. I'm out in the country. I love the country. I love just getting away and just um, spending time alone with the Lord. It's just a blessing, I'll tell you, and it really recharges me strengthens me in my faith you guys ever get to do that you get to go away and just spend time with the lord and it's something that we so 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 need to do i'm telling you but anyway i uh, wanted to do a, a little a q a this afternoon if anybody has anything on their heart i also wanted to share so i put up a post earlier this week and the post was talking about people with the bible you know knowing the bible getting to know the bible more and i was saying that some people love to argue scripture but don't even know scripture and I just want you to know that was not about any of you uh, in this community. You know, what that was about is the people online that constantly see it's all about perspective. The, there's there's people online that constantly, no matter what I say, no matter what I do, they're trying to attack me saying that, you know, I'm this, I'm that. And uh, especially if you're a pastor in this hour, you know this if you're sharing things online. So there's a lot of these people that sit in their basement and they love to just, you know, attack pastors they don't even know the bible you know so they're 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 calling us heretical or whatever but they themselves don't know the bible so please just know there's nothing to do with any of you guys i know sometimes it's all perspective and you may read the post and think it's about you or something but it's not so i just want you to know that i am for you just as god is for you and listen i came from the world so if anybody understands you know i didn't always have a a degree as a pastor and in, in, in ministry and you know biblical theology and things like that. I came from a messed up life where I was totally messed up and in the world. And I remember when I first came to Christ, I actually went to a Bible study and these people looked at me and they said, oh, you're really on fire for God. They said, that won't last. That won't last. You must be new. And I always think about that. What do you mean? It won't last. Like we're supposed to fight for our fire. We're, you know, I hope that I never lose the fire. And I remember that as a new believer. I was, I was like, man, I hope I never lose the fire, you know? And so just want you to know that, like, if you're a newer believer, if you just accepted Jesus, I will never condemn you. I will never judge you as far as like, oh, you don't know the Bible or something like that. That is, I am talking about in that post about people that are, I call them heresy hunters. And what they do is they're online and they're constantly trying to tell me that like every single thing I say is wrong, you know? So those are the people I'm referred to. Just want you to know that if you're a newer believer, I would encourage you to know the word of God. I would encourage you to get to know it. But but by all means, I'm never going to make fun of you if you don't know it. I mean, look, that's what a pastor's for. I'm supposed to know the word of God better than most, right? I'm supposed to study that. It's like a teacher, you know? So I just I just want you guys to know that. It would never I would never condemn you if you were a new believer. I would never condemn you if you're just that's the whole purpose of what I do, honestly, is, is to encourage you to go deeper in your faith, encourage you to, to, to catch the fire, you know, because it, it will set you up for complete success in the middle of all the calamity and the crazy stuff that's going on in our world, you know? So we're, we're, we're going to look, it's probably going to get more turbulent. I love, um, one of my friends, uh, Mario Murillo put out a, a post today and I, I just wanted to say thank you for that post. He was calling out, uh, people 
that um, are putting out all these prophetic words, like a daily prophetic word, you know? And look, I, can you get a prophetic word every day? Well, I'm not God. I mean, I would, I would assume maybe you can. I personally don't get a prophetic word every day. Uh, but I think what he said was fruitful in that, in that, in that blog. And my take, one of my key takeaways from that is there's a lot of people, they're like, it's like a gimmick, you know, it's like they brand this whole thing. They've really taken advantage from a marketing standpoint, uh, you know, this online, you know, and they have a, and they have a, you know, every day, every day, it's like a, a new thing, a new word. And again, like I have some friends that do this and they're spot on. So I'm not saying everybody's off, but there are some people that I think have made it almost like it's like a gimmick, you know, it's like, uh, you know, they brand everything and, you know, everything is going to, and, and, and one of the problems that they're, they're doing out there is like, they just keep everything they say is hopeful. It's all. And, and like, look, I get it because there's a lot of discouraged people right now. And, and people need hope. So am I against hope? No. Uh, I think, you know, Jesus Christ is hope. Sorry, there's like all kinds of sirens going on around me. Maybe the Lord's trying to tell me something. Warning, warning. It's like siren after siren here. Um, but, you know, they put out like every day, it's like super, super hopeful. You know, yeah. Uh, somebody mentioned Joseph Z. He's a friend of mine. I love Joseph. I love Mario. You know, there's some really good people that are putting stuff out every day. So I'm not here to like, this isn't about them. I don't want it to get misconstrued. I love those guys. Those guys are legit. I'm talking about some of these other people that are, it's like, it's like they brand it and it's like gimmicks and like every day it's like, it's almost like, it reminds me of like, uh, almost like psychic, you know, it's like, it's like, um, it's like new age combined with, with Christianity. It's, it's syncretism. And, and it reminds me of going to like a psychic or, you know, it's like, and people just, they're so hungry for this stuff. Um, look, I'm not going to start getting into names because people are asking me, look, you got to have discernment on that. Okay. You got to have discernment. Um, a lot of these people are legit. A lot of these people are good people, but I just think Mario had a good word. And if you haven't read it, I'd read, I'd read it. It's right on mariomurillo.org. Uh, but I, I just, I just wanted to concur with that word and say that it bear, it bear witness in my spirit. That's why I shared it. And I think we need to be cautious because like I said, everything's always positive. Everything's, you know, we don't have to do anything. We don't have to repent. You know, we don't have to show up. Like literally we can just sit there. It almost kind of reminds me of the whole Q thing, you know, and I'm not, again, I'm not getting into all that. I'm not going to attack those, whatever. But what I'm saying is like, you know, sit back and, and just, you know, eat the popcorn and enjoy the show. Everything's just a show and it's all going to just end up being fine. And look, Ultimately, I, I believe that if the people of God call upon the name of the Lord and if the people of God repent, we're going to be a Nineveh, not a Sodom and Gomorrah. So I'm I'm a hopeful person, too, but I'm also a person of action. See, this, this, this is one of the things I think is super important. I would encourage you, just as we encourage our people, you know, everybody that watches this, everybody that's in this community, we've got to be a people of action. Even if you can't get out of the house, if you have a medical ailment or something, you could be a prayer warrior you know, we could be interceding on behalf of our nation. We can be going deeper in our faith. You know, we, repentance is key. And, and, and I still believe that we as a nation and as a church community, it's like people are waking up in the droves, but there's still a lot of people asleep at the wheel. There's still a lot of people that don't get it. Have you seen this? Where there's a lot of people that are still very deceived. And so I think what I was trying to say in in my post the other day about 
the Bible is there's a lot of illiteracy when it comes to the Bible. And Mario, I really love that he addressed that in his blog post because he basically said the same thing is like people are going to some of these prophetic words over reading the Bible. And that's like their daily dose of the Lord. You see what I'm saying? And so this is where this could be concerning because the problem is, is if that's where you're getting your word from and you're not going into the word and you're not going into the secret place and you don't have an active prayer life, you see what I'm saying? This is where this could be a challenge. This is where this could be like what Mario's saying. And so look, God has given this man a, a mantle and I really believe he's raised him up just as he's raised up others in this time to speak truth. And I know Mario pretty well and I love the guy. He's legit. And I'll tell you about this guy. Uh, he is bold and he doesn't, he does, he's not afraid to, to say, a, you know, call a spade a spade, you know? And um, so the deal is this, we've got to be lovers of the word. We've got to go into the secret place of the most high. We've got to have an active prayer life. You know, we can't be like constantly looking for a word from a, from a prophetic voice. It doesn't mean that there aren't voices that the Lord has raised up in this hour. Some of my friends, you'll see them on my show, you know, and uh, people are asking me about different names. You know, some of the people that you asked about probably going to be guests pretty soon. I'm not against these people, especially the ones that are true remnant people. I'm just saying we, we've got to be cautious. And I think the word that Mario gave in his blog was a good word that bears witness because what I see people doing is, is they're going, they're, they're not hungry for the word. And the, look, what does the Bible say? It says faith comes from hearing, hearing from what? The word of God, hearing from the word of God. If we're lovers of the word, we're going to get a word. If you want a word, go into the Bible. You're going to get a word because the word is the truth. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus is the word. If you become a lover of the word, I've never seen a Christian, hear me on this, that has become a lover of the word that doesn't end up in a strong position as a Christian. That if you're a lover of the word, you're going to be set up for success. When, when the storms come, when, when all the different uh, trials and tests of life come, if you're a lover of the word, okay, what's going to happen is you're going to be grounded and you're going to be like that tree that's planted by the water and you're not going to be moved. You see what I'm saying? And, and listen, even this thing with the Bible app, I'm all about it. I love the Bible app. I have it on my phone. But let's just think about this. Like that's, that's digital. That's digital. And the thing is, is like, what if, let's just give a scenario here because let's look from a historical biblical precedent. Okay. The people of Israel, the children of Israel, how many times did they go into captivity? Multiple. Why did they go into captivity? Each and every time when they went into captivity, it was because they had strayed from their first love. They'd walked away from the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They were in disobedience. They were in rebellion. And so what happened? The Lord allowed them to go into captivity, sometimes for a generation, sometimes for a while. Why did he allow that? Because in that captivity, what happened? They returned to their first love, Jesus Christ. Now, of course, now Jesus was not on the earth at that time yet. So they, you know, they went to the God of Abraham, but it's the same God. The Lord thy God is one. So the Lord thy God is one God. Okay, even though we believe in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, God is God. It's the Godhead, right? So 
The children of Israel walked away from the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's the same God, by the way, that we serve. It's the one and only true God. Okay? When they walked away from the one and only true God, what happened? They went into captivity. What happened when they were in captivity is there was some point where some prophetic voice, hear me on this, some prophetic voice started saying, listen, we need to repent. We need to turn back to Yeshua. We need to turn back to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. What happened when they did this? When they, when they returned to their, their God of, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the one and only true God, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, when they returned back to the one and only true God, they, they were freed from captivity, and, and look what happened. Let my people go. Boom. Let out. You know? I mean, how many times do we see that where they got out of captivity, even just recently where the Lord reconvened the people of Israel and, and, and birthed the nation? What was it? 1949, I think. You see what I'm saying? So even, even it, when it was like impossible, God brought together a nation again, which fulfilled the prophecy. So we've seen this over and over again, where the people went into captivity because they strayed. They went into captivity because they, they worshiped idols. They got away from the one and only true God. And then they, what happened? They repent. They realize that they're wrong. There's a voice. There's a voice that comes out, a prophetic voice that says, you need to repent. You need to turn from your wickedness. Then what happens? The God of heaven and earth moves, and then all of a sudden they're free. So looking at that precedent, I'm getting to a point in this, okay? You got to just stay with me for a second here. But looking at that biblical precedent, does America right now deserve to just sit back and eat the popcorn and watch God deliver us? Do you feel that we do? Now, I'm not saying maybe we do. Maybe we do. There's a lot of people repenting. There's a lot of people awakening. I know there's a righteous remnant. And I believe that's the righteous remnant that's in this nation and those that are calling out. That's the reason why this nation is still here. That's the reason why we haven't been take, taken into captivity yet because China is rising. Their military is rising. We see the globalist plan. We see, uh, you know, what's going on in Canada, what's going on in Australia, what's going on in uh, New Zealand, what's going on in the UK, what's going on all around the world. Okay. It's the same spirit of Antichrist that's rising up that's coming against the true church, the ecclesia, because of the truth that we speak, because we serve the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so that's why I feel we're at a pivotal moment. Now, if we do nothing, if we do nothing, and we just sit back and literally do nothing, could God save us? Of course he could, because he's the God of heaven and earth, and we never know what he's going to do. But from a, from a historic standpoint, from a biblical standpoint, isn't there something that God wants us to do? Doesn't he want us to be like Nineveh instead of Sodom and Gomorrah that was destroyed because of sin and unrighteousness? The, the, he wants us to repent. He even gave me a word a while back and he says, when repentance becomes mainstream, when you hear the church speaking mainstream back about repentance again, that's when you'll know there's a powerful move of God happening. So I still believe there needs to be more people speaking about repentance. I, I, I caution you for some of these people, and I'm not going to start naming people because it'll just get into like a whole thing. Just test the spirits. If, if every day is like a good, happy, prophetic word of just, you know, everything's great, everything's, you know, and it's like, you know, is it a gimmick? I mean, is it is is this person taking advantage of the saints? You know, and, and we got to think about this because what did the prophets in the Bible do? They were warning they were, they were like a voice in the wilderness. They were calling out the prophets of Baal. Look at, look at Elijah and Elisha. 
You know, they were calling out the prophets of Baal. And I believe that's where we are. We're at a, at, at a defining moment and we're at Mount Carmel. If you've never read that story, we're at Mount Carmel and the prophets of God are calling out the prophets of Baal. Do you see what I'm saying? And so we have to pick a side. Are we on the side of God? Or are we on the side of the prophets of Baal? It's like the scripture says, is, is God God or is, is Baal God? Choose this day whom you serve. And so this is a very important time. It's like Mario said in that blog, like we're hanging on with a thread to our freedoms. We're hanging on with a, with a thread to, to this nation and the freedom of religion and the freedom of speech and but 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 God, but see, it's a it's a Mount Carmel moment. So the prophets of God have to take a bold stance and be on fire and literally speak to the prophets of Baal and say, "You're a liar. Expose them. Expose them." And so that's where we are. It's this precipice moment in time, a precipice moment in time. And so now is not the time, you know, just to like, oh my gosh, I need a good word. Give me a good word. I just need a good word. It's like, it's like, you know, it, what it is, is it's like the people that go to the psychics in the world and all that. Now, are there good words available? Of course there are. I mean, some of my friends, great pastors, hopefully once in a while I give a good word where you're encouraged. I don't want you to be discouraged. I'm not sitting here trying to be like fire and brimstone on y'all. Okay. But what I'm saying is like a, a prophet that's hearing the unction of the Holy Spirit and a voice uh, from God is not always going to just be positive and happy and everything's great. They're also going to be warning and they're also going to be telling you, listen, repent and turn from the wickedness. And they're going to be literally, you know, directing the people to return to the ways of Yeshua, to return the ways of God. Does that make sense? To, to follow the truth of the word of God, which is the same yesterday, today and forever. It's the word of God. And, and so it should bear witness in your spirit. It should be in accordance to the word of God and it should not replace the Bible and your own personal prayer time. Because saint, listen, that is going to be the most important thing for you, for your spouse, for your marriage, for your family is to be grounded in the word of God. And to, to literally, you know, the Bible says Paul encouraged himself. Paul encouraged himself in, in, in the Lord. Many of us are very down. Many of us are, are, you know, allowing this depression and oppression and these things come in. So we're yearning for a good word. And I get it. Like as a pastor, I want to give you a good word. Listen, the good word today is Jesus is Lord. He's, he sits at the right hand of the Father. He is fully God and fully. When, when he was, listen, he is the God of heaven and earth. The Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. All authority in heaven and earth is his. Okay, thank God for his word. Thank God for his son that bled on the cross of Calvary, that died for our sins, that whosoever believe in him shall not perish, but have life everlasting. That is the good news. The good news is that we're going to rule and reign in eternity with Jesus Christ. We're going to walk the streets of gold. We're going to rule and reign. This, is, this life is but a vapor. We're just passing through. We're just passing through. And so any persecution that you're under, any attack, any warfare that you're dealing with, just know God is with you even until the end of the age. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Dwell in that secret place of the Most High. But listen, this group, I would be doing a, a disservice if I didn't share that there are people that are out there, God bless them, taking advantage of the situation and just telling you, it's almost like the Q movement. They're just telling you, just sit back, eat, you know, eat the popcorn. You don't have to do anything. God is going to move. And listen, maybe there will be some people that did nothing and God does move because he's moving on behalf of the righteous remnant. 
I mean, there is a righteous remnant. That's why our nation is still here. There is a righteous remnant that's calling upon the name of the Lord, that's interceding, that's praying for this country. You're, you're probably part of that group. Put on the full armor of God. You know, have the joy and the peace that passes understanding. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, be moving on behalf of the Holy Spirit. You know, be filled with the Spirit of God. You see what I'm saying? But, but, but the thing is, is like, I just am thankful for that word that he gave. And it really has been just like stirring in me today. And I was like, should I even say something, Lord? Should I even say something? But I just, I think that it was a needed word from an elder in the, in the Christian world, in the Christian community. And listen, he's going to get some heat for it. So pray for him. But the thing is, is what he said was spot on. We, we can't lack discernment and, and don't drink the Kool-Aid. You know what I'm saying? Don't drink the spiritual Kool-Aid. We can't lack discernment. Listen, one of the things that Mario said in that article, and I agree with, is that we are we are in a huge battle and we're hanging on by a thread right now, you see? And so I, I just, we've got to take it seriously where we're at. And the Lord keeps showing me that that picture of Mount Carmel and the prophets of Baal and the prophets of God. And, and they're being caught up. That's why we're feeling the spiritual pressure. I talked about this in the service today. That's what I, you know, we're feeling the spiritual pressure. You know, we're feeling the spiritual pressure as the remnant as those that are willing to stand, you feel the pressure. I, I almost guarantee you, I almost guarantee you that if you're listening to this broadcast, that you have dealt with some some level of warfare in this season, especially if you're standing, especially if you're you're speaking the truth. But a, a shepherd, think about what a shepherd does. A shepherd tends the sheep and makes sure that there's no wolves coming in. And so there has to be a time when like, you know, like I said, I mean, just don't be one of those people that like every day, it's like, it's like you're going to a Christian version of a psychic. You know, I need a good word today. Then go into the word, get into the word of God and, and become a lover of the word and be filled with the Holy Spirit and walk in discernment. And, and listen, if you're a newer believer, I'm for you. Like I came from the world. If anybody gets it, I get it. You say, pastor, I don't know the word that well. That's fine. But here's the deal. Learn it. Learn it. Listen, I, I probably would be labeled in today's terminology as, uh, you know, as like ADD or ADT, whatever they call it, where it's like yeah, attention span disorder or something like that. They probably like I am not somebody that like likes to sit down and read. OK, if that makes sense. I've had to train myself. I'm much more of a visual learner. I like videos, documentaries. I love it when people put together stuff like that. So it's a discipline for Todd Coconato to sit down for hours and get into the Bible. But what I've learned is when I discipline myself to do this and I start doing it and I'm truly soaking in the Bible and I'm, I'm listening to the word, I'm reading the word, I'm getting into it. So much spiritual insight comes, so much understanding, so much wisdom from above, things that I would not know otherwise. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's wisdom. It's the difference between drinking milk and eating meat. And by the way, isn't it interesting? They're trying to get rid of the meat now. Fake meat, lab-grown meat. I mean, this whole thing is wicked. Everything they do is wicked. Whether it's they're trying to kill the babies before they're born or after they're born. Whether it's they're trying to get rid of the farms and all the different stuff. And the stuff that they censor me about. Because if I want to be a watchman and share what's going on. And listen, there's an urgency right now. Okay? Okay. That's what I'm trying to say is there's an urgency. 
Like anybody that doesn't have the urgency is not checking in with the spirit of living God. They're not, they're not walking in the discernment. There should be a significant urgency in anybody's heart that's calling upon the name of the Lord and asking the Lord, if you want to get an unction of the Holy Spirit, you want to get some, some truth and understanding, you got it, man, I'm telling you, you got to be in the word. You got to get the spirit speaking to you. And he's going to give you that urgency. And that's where we see a lot of Christians lacking the urgency. The reason why is they're not in tune with the Holy Spirit. They, they've lacked that whole side. That, that Just think about how hard it would be as a Christian not to have the Holy Spirit. But yet there's people that's, that, that call themselves followers of Christ that are truly not, not filled with the Spirit. And that's why I put up those, those scriptures about being baptized in fire and the Holy Spirit. Because it's like it's such a big, huge part of our walk, if we're not filled with the Spirit, if we're not walking in the Spirit, if we don't have an unction of the Holy Spirit, if God's not tugging on your heart, man, we're missing like one of the biggest parts of Christianity. And so once you, when you have the Spirit in you, then you can test the spirits and then you can see, is this person a gimmick? Is this person a marketeer? Is this person a charlatan? Or does this person truly speak from the voice of God? Now, some of these people are good people they're sincere people. They're just sincerely wrong. Maybe they're not trying to pull the wool, the wool over on your eyes. Maybe they're just deceived themselves. But this is where if we're in, if we know the word and we're filled with the spirit and we walk in discernment, that'll give us the understanding of like, wait a minute, something's not right here. You see what I'm saying? Something's not right. So every every voice, every person that's out here. If they're speaking on behalf of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, their main mission should not be about their situation, their ministry, their, you know, whatever they want. It should be pointing to the King, pointing to the Word, pointing to the truth, getting you equipped so that you can go deeper in your walk. You know, being a watchman on the wall, walking in the Issachar anointing of discerning and understanding the times. The anointing breaks the yoke. Guarding the anointing by walking in consecration and holiness and purity. Be ye holy, for I am holy, says the Lord. You see, everybody should be pointing to, to the king and, and how to go deeper. It shouldn't be about like, oh my gosh, I have to come up with a word today so that I can have a million followers. You know, look, we could have all done this. I mean, seriously, you know, I mean. We could all, die. if I wanted more followers tomorrow, I could come out with some crazy off the wall word and, you know, it would, it would go completely viral. You know, if I wanted to just come out and say something totally off the wall, you know, people would share it all over the place and I'd probably gain a bunch of followers. But that's not what this is about. This isn't about followers. This isn't about how big the ministry can get or all that stuff. Listen, this is submission to the Lord. We've got to be submitted to the Lord. We've got to have a healthy fear of the God that we serve. He gives and takes away. He will yank this ministry so fast it'll make your head spin. If I walk it out of the anointing or if I walk into sin, he will yank this thing so quick it'll make your head spin. I already have a ton of warfare, but that's because of what we're doing and we're standing. So we're standing, and yes, there's warfare, but guess what? The Lord sustains us in the middle of all the trials and tests and gives us everything that we need in order to keep pushing ahead. But you better believe, friends, that if I started making it about a gimmick or if I started making it about just giving something every single day or if I came out with a false word, he will yank this thing so quick because it's never been about me. It's always been about him. Why? Because I had an encounter with God. 
I could go tomorrow. I have a good resume. I could go tomorrow and probably get a job where I'd make two times, three times what I'm making right now. But then I'd be out of the alignment with the calling on my life. So I, I have a duty. I got to keep going. I got to keep going because God has said you got to be a watchman. But I'm not here to sell you a bill of goods. I'm not here to sell you a bunch of nonsense. I want a long-term relationship, not a short-term relationship. You see what I'm saying? And so that's the deal. If I was talking something like, you know, oh, we don't have to be consecrated. Oh, we don't have to repent. Hey, just sit back, eat the popcorn. That's it. Sit back and eat the popcorn and everything's going to be great. We are in a war. We are at the Mount Carmel. It's the prophets of Baal versus the prophets of God. Now is the time to stand. Be ye holy, for I am holy. Those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We got to repent. We got to turn from our wickedness. We've got to go back to our first love as a nation. We got to speak truth. We got to stand for life. Woo, come on. I don't know about you, but I feel the presence of God right now. I am so done with trying to sugarcoat stuff. I'm so done with trying to worry about what somebody thinks. Listen, I worry about what he thinks. I got to answer to him. I got to sleep at night. Okay, I got I to gotta answer to him. I'm not worried about what people say. Every day of my life, somebody's attacking me these days. But you know what? I have an audience of one and I have to answer to him. And I have conviction in my heart. Am I perfect? No. Am I perfect? No. But God so lovingly and graciously continues to guide and order our steps as we call upon his name. But I'm not here to, to give you some cotton candy. I'm not here to just, you know, the latest like headline and gimmick and, you know, here you go. You know, that's, how can I, how can I even show my face? I don't know how these people even show their faces. I mean, seriously, and, and you better believe it because I've been in the ministry for a long time. And let me just tell you something, okay? And I'm speaking real today. I'm speaking from the heart. I've been in the ministry a long time now, over 20 years, okay? And I've seen a lot of different things and I've seen a lot of people come and go. And these were people that were big names for a minute. They shot up and they shot down. Why didn't they have longevity? Why didn't they stick around? Because you know why? It was a gimmick. It was a gimmick. It was, it was a, it, they were selling a bill of goods. And everybody just, you know, they, people love that stuff. You know, yeah, give it to me, give it to me, you know, and they're sharing it everywhere. But then where do they go? They're out. That's it. It's big up, big down, real quick. They don't have longevity. Why? Because God is not going to be mocked. God is not going to be mocked. And you better believe that leaders are held to a higher standard. And you better believe that if somebody's coming out here and saying they're speaking on behalf of God, and if they're saying something that is not from the Holy Spirit, because what is the unforgivable sin? Blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. It's the one and only unfor unforgivable sin. God is not going to tolerate it, my friends. He is not going to tolerate it. And so I just want to give kudos to my friend and, and just back his play because what he did was right. My friend Mario Murillo, thank you, Mario. Thank you for calling a spade a spade. I am here to say yes and amen to what you said. Okay? I'm here to say yes and amen. And all I'm trying to say is if you're in this community, look, it's not always going to be, it's not always going to be peaches and cream. Okay. It's not always going to be, you know, cotton candy, but what it is going to be is truth. And what it is going to be is, is that we need to stand for the truth of the word of God. If we do that 
And if we speak the truth of the word of God, repentance from sin and unrighteousness, call a spade a spade, okay? Let people know how to have longevity in Jesus Christ. How do you have longevity? You have a real personal relationship. The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. I don't care if you literally just got saved yesterday or you've been in the Lord for 30 years. It doesn't matter to me. What matters is that you're on your way to heaven, that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life, that you're going to sustain in Christ. You're not going to bail out. You're not going to pull the escape hatch. You're not going to be one of these people that blows with the wind or all of a sudden your favorite person out there is no longer around and then that's it with you. No, God wants you to be with him ruling and reigning for eternity. He wants your name to be written in the Lamb's book of life. And that means you stand for truth and righteousness, and holiness, and purity, and the word of God. We don't budge. We don't cave. We're not like any of these people that are going to bow down to the wickedness and the prophets of Baal and all their schemes because many are the plans of the wicked. Many are the plans of the wicked. But guess what? We serve the God of heaven and earth. All authority. Not some authority. Not half authority. Not a little bit of authority. He said A-L-L. -L, all authority. That's the God that we serve. Whatever it is that you're doing, whatever it is in your life right now, the biggest challenge is the biggest test. If you're in the, one of those seasons right now where you're like, Pastor, I can't even tell you how tough it is. That's okay. Listen, I've been through the mountaintop experiences in Christ. I've been through the valley experiences in Christ. I've been through some times when I literally, I've had people look at me, stare at me in the eye and tell me, you will never be a pastor. I'm not even kidding you. I had people telling me, you will never be a pastor. Listen to me. You will never be a pastor. And you know what? I said, bless you. But guess what? I don't listen to you. I listen to the King of Kings. I listen to the Lord of Lords. I know the Lord has called me and I know I got to do what I got to do. And that's you. Don't worry about what somebody says. Don't worry about what somebody said about you or what you can't do. All things are possible through Christ. Okay, you can do it. I'm for you. Whether you just gave your heart to the Lord or you've been in Christ for years, I am for you because you know why? God is for you. And if God be for you, who then can be against you? Amen? So beware of the people that Mario was suggesting. I put it up on my Facebook page. Uh, you can read the blog. I would highly recommend it. But what he was saying is exactly true. And I just wanted to come on here and affirm that word and say, yes, not like he needs me to, but I'm just doing it because I love the guy, but also because I love the word. It was a spot on word. And when there's a spot on word, I'm going to say there's a spot on word. And that was a now word. That was a now word. So, all right, listen, I'm going to go and get some rest. You can probably tell I'm a little bit tired, but you know what? I'm pumped. I'm pumped up. I'm on fire. Listen, if you have been following this channel for a while, or you know me for a little while, I just want you to know something. I have never been as on fire as I am right now in my walk with Jesus Christ, never. Because I have seen the Lord move in the land of the living. Let me tell you, I am seeing miracles, signs, wonders, people getting set free, lives being restored, marriages being restored, people being healed of cancer. I'm seeing people that, I'm telling you, never have I seen more miracles than I am right now. I am pumped, I am on fire. Fight for your fire. Get in the secret place today. Fight for your fire. I'm telling you, don't let the devil steal your joy. And don't you don't have to go to look for a word from this one or that one or everybody's word every day. I'm not saying it's a bad thing to get a good word. I'm not saying it's a bad thing to give a good word. 
I'm just saying you don't need that to sustain in Christ. What you need, what we all need, what I need, what you need is a true walk. It's like that song, just a closer walk with thee. Just a closer walk with thee, right? That's what we need. A closer walk with Jesus, going deeper, going deeper in the word, deeper in our faith. And I'm telling you, God's going to get you through. He's going to get you through. He's done it for me. He'll do it for you. Hallelujah. He'll do it for you, my friend. I love you. I bless you. I'm for you. I hope I made sense of what I was saying today. Go out there and be encouraged and be strengthened in your faith. But remember the word of God. Faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word. It's the word of God, the same yesterday, today, and forever. If you need a word, get into the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've never seen somebody that's a lover of the word that's a failure. Never, 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 never. I've never seen somebody who is a lover of the word who is a failure in life. It's literally not going to happen. It's an oxymoron. It's not going to happen. If you're a lover of the word, if you've got a prayer life where you're going into the secret place of the most high daily and you're calling upon the name of the Lord in your life, I have never seen a lover of the word that is a failure. Never. Amen. All right. Hope you got something from this. Bless you.